Hello and welcome to Power Playthrough, a Ranger Review Podcast. We are coming to you live from the Ranger Room in Mammoth King Studios in beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada. My name is Dan. My name is Freddie. And it's Monday. It's Monday. It is Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, and this Monday, like every Monday before, we're going to bring... Power Rangers to you. Like every Monday since August yeah. of 2018. Yeah. It's, so. Yeah, it's been a while. Um, Even longer for us who, who uh, recorded well, 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 well in advance. Yes, quite a few. Yeah. But, um, yeah. You uh, would, good, 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 solid little uh, packet. Yeah. In speaking of how far in advance yeah. that we recorded, we recorded so far in advance that we released 10 episodes in 10 days when we originally launched mm-hmm. just cuz we had it yeah <laughs> and we were still like 2 months ahead yeah but uh so this episode here uh scavenger hunt which is a this was a VHS uh this was a mixtape master for you yeah yeah absolutely this is one that was on repeat quite a bit for me cuz it was on a on a VHS along with some other kids shows recorded Mm-hmm. But you just pointed out that the tag team on this is the dream team. John Stewart. Stewart St. John. Yes. November 22nd, 1994. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Woo. Um, yeah, so this episode, as you would imagine from the title, starts starts us off in Angel Grove. And we have the combination of Adam, Kimberly, Tommy, with a scavenger list Yes. Looking for, what was the first item? They, they're like, oh. Uh, they're looking for a car. Yeah, it's something like. it's Four a, wheels, four bright we- red. Go go fast. Yeah. <laughs> it really it was a very basic, it wasn't even a riddle. It didn't qualify as a riddle. It was yeah. just like four wheels, go fast, also red. Um, yeah. they, they see it, so they take a picture to show that they found it. You know, to add to this to their bag, they have a whole little. Uh, they have a whole bag filled with the previous uh, items they found on the scavenger list. Yes, uh, Kimberly and Adam pose in front of the car. Adam's like, "I sure hope I can help you guys win. I don't know why you chose me." He's doing his little sad boy insecure stuff. Yeah, they realize they have six clues left. Not a whole lot of time either. No, 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 no. because it, there's other teams competing against yeah. them. Obviously, but they split. they get a riddle. It's small, but it makes a noise that can stop a game. People can also do it just the same. They say it's not a hard riddle. Or they say it is a hard riddle. Yeah, they say it's a hard riddle. Yeah, but it, uh, it's a whistle. Yeah, it's a, it's pretty, I don't know. Maybe it's hard for like the, the seven-year-old watching, I guess. Yeah, not maybe. For, not for the 30-year-old man watching it right now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so Zed freaks out, and he's like, I'm going to send them on an endless scavenger hunt through the Lost Dimension. And with the Power Rangers gone, he can take over Earth. Cool. Cool, Zed. Yeah. So, the B squad of the team. Not the B squad, but just, you know, split up. Yeah. We get Billy and the two people he likes least, uh, <laughs> Aisha and Rocky, joining him on his part of the scavenger hunt. Yeah. Yeah, they, they split up the list, so they also have six items to go. Yeah. Because they're just so in sync like that. 
Um, as they're going over, let's see what 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 uh, clues they need to hit next. Yeah, but they stop at the juice bar because they're willing to take a break. That's because they got Billy. Billy doesn't solve riddles. Like he reads riddles and goes, "This is the answer." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So as they're going, yeah, at the hanging out at the juice bar, and Billy's gonna um, go ahead and reveal to to them what each each riddle means. Yeah, Bulk and Skull come into the scene dressed as genies. Yeah, <laughs> best way I could put it with the gypsy Abalonia. Yeah, we genies. Yeah, and Princess Abalonia, this uh, this lady is going to help them find the power. She has magic, uh, kind of like divinating powers. She looks like any anybody's aunt. She looks like she could anybody's just be. Aunt. <laughs> she looks like she could be anybody's aunt. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. Yeah, she is kind of. She kind of just has that look about her. She's one of those like ants that are like. That has the crystals. Oh, you know, yeah. I was gonna say yeah, she yeah. she has crystals, like the new age kind of, maybe uh, recently divorced, kind of like living her best life. Now. She's definitely the kind of woman that says, "Oh, you're sick. Go to the chiropractor, not the doctor." Yeah, yeah. All 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 big into the uh, like essential oils and all yeah. kinds of stuff. So if her kid is sick when they stay home from school, they just yeah. have to lay by a window in the sun. <laughs> <laughs> so Rocky and. Billy are kind of riffing a bit on this. And so is Aisha. They're all kind of like... We haven't really said what she's there for, but it's... Oh, well, I mean, she's with Bulk and Skull. What do you think? She's there to find the Power Rangers. Because yeah. Bulk and Skull, that's their mission in life now, is to just find the Power Rangers. This is their... They're, they're taking every avenue, and I appreciate that. They're yeah. trying magic. They're trying science. They're doing it all. Every time has led them back to the six people they don't want to believe are the Power yeah, Rangers. Yeah, they have been, like... Kind of like idiot savants or something like that, where they've just been stumbling onto solution after solution after solution that all work. Yeah, they just can't recognize the the common uh, denominators here. Yeah, every everything they do always leads them to these six, and they just haven't figured it out that maybe there's maybe there's some something to that. <laughs> but uh, they they doubt princess or princess uh, gypsy Madame, Abalonia. Gypsy Abalonia. Yeah. Well, Rocky, Aisha, and and Billy are all like this. Yeah, she's this is crazy, boys. <laughs> Billy goes, she doesn't have any real power, and Abalone is like, I don't have power. Look into my eyes, and Billy does that teenager thing where does that thing from a Christmas story where he's like, oh no, thank you, no thank you, sir. <laughs> no, I excuse me, I'm busy. <laughs> yeah, I uh, yeah. She says, you dare to doubt my power, and she yeah. gets into this trance and she has the boys jump in on it. She wants them to repeat after her kind of like yeah. Jombie with the Mechalecha high stuff. And they Abalonia. follow the trance. Yeah. They follow the trance so hard that they stupefy themselves, yeah. which isn't hard to do, honestly. And they fall onto the ground in a heap of uh dizzied mess, <laughs> a heap of man, a heap. Yes. <laughs> a heap of man. Yeah. So after this, Rocky gets this creepy look on his face, and we're just going to gloss over that. Yeah, and he does. He, like as they're sitting on the ground, there's a certain, just certain twinkle in his eye. Yeah, he, it's a little gross. Uh, after they fall down in a heap of man, we cut to Lord Zed, and he is like, "Well, we need to get something soon. I'm going to send those Power Rangers to the Lost Universe on an endless scavenger hunt for their freedom." 
Lord Zed style. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that he said Lord Zed style. Goldar wants to get into this. And, and he's it, like, how can I help? And Zed cuts in with something line. that popped you. Yeah, very good line. It made me laugh. He's like, he's like silence. He's like, I'm not done talking about me yet. Yeah. So he goes, Goldar, go down. Go find me a toy that they get yeah, that's worthy of being find my some, next monster. Find any, literally anything, because I can make anything into a monster. Just find something for me to make into a monster, Goldar. So in our, so I went, oh no, this is Whistleman. Yeah. And you said, no, this is Camera Head. Yeah, because there's a camera item, there's a whistle item, there's yeah. like, there's a bunch of scavenger items that are potentially it. But at Billy's lab. They're going over the next clue, which is like king, something like kings used it, defeat their enemies, fire from the sky, big blast, blah, blah, blah. And Rocky says something real stupid. He's, he's like, like, it's not a sword. He's all, yeah, he's like, is it a sword? And Aisha's like, from the sky, Rocky? Billy's like, it's a cannon. Come on, guys. From Why the, are you even in my house? From the sky, Rocky, with a big blast, Yeah, Rocky. Wake up, dude. Come on. So Zed's plan is to send putties and Goldar to steal the bag. Yeah, well, he says, like, get that cannon. He's all, you know what? Just steal the bag. Just steal the whole bag. I don't yeah. care. There's something like, I can use those items later. Yeah, I want the cannon. No, wait. Just get everything. It's all good. Yeah. And this is so funny that this happens because I just mentioned this in our recording of VR Troopers. The putties literally river dance into existence. An episode of VR Troopers that you heard weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In today's recordings. Yes. Uh, in today's recordings, I mentioned that like the GFCBs need to have a little more fun in their life because yeah. they seem to be work, 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 no no pleasure, you know. Like make sure you have a life. Make sure you have a life worth making this living for. Yeah. You know? Which the GFCBs don't. Putties though know how to have fun. They this incredible fight. It's not really an incredible fight. It's kind of a. It's just a fight that happens. Yeah. Billy kind of runs the show. Yeah. This putty comes soaring down out of a tree. Very climactic. And like coming down on Aisha's back. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it's about to go down. This is, this is something big. And he just barely gets his feet on the ground. And Aisha turns around and just elbows him in the Z real quick. And his life is done. Yeah. He got very this, anticlimactic, like how it built up. He got like six seconds of screen time. There. It was slow motion and everything. Yeah. He had the whole the the cool Ranger Vision stuff going. Like he was coming down, thinking like he's going to be the end of the Yellow Ranger, and that's our plot or something. But no, yeah. he, he he hops down and he gets promptly struck in the Z. Yeah. Uh, Billy makes a mistake of hitting one in the Z or trying to hit one in the Z by throwing a bag at it. The putty though catches it and just runs off. Yeah. When they run off with it too, it's real. We we both liked it because they actually did something. Hmm. They actually completed their mission. Yep. The three of them run up the hill, like turning around, like three times. They they run up a bit, turn around, show that they got the bag, like all um, celebrating. Run up the hill, turn around, like they kept doing that over and over. Yes. Yeah. And like, they kind of just. Beat the putties up, and then the three, they're like, yeah, we got it, we got it, we're not getting killed. Yeah. We're going to keep our souls. <laughs> we, yeah. So, they take off, and they're like, Rocky oh, took it. Rocky What's poses going to do with it? Yeah, Rocky poses a real dumb question, which is, what do you think they're going to do with it? We're going to fight it. 
You know we're going to fight everything in that bag. What do you think, Rocky? We're going to fight an item in there, or we're going to fight the bag itself, and the bag itself is going to make more. You know, like, what do you just... Yeah. You've been a Power Ranger long enough now, Rocky. Come on. We cut to Team Tommy, and they have figured out that it's a whistle, but Billy contacts them. It's like, Putty's attacked us, they stole our scavenger bag, Kimberly's like, well, this day was going too well anyway. Yeah, I guess I'm not going to win this game. Yeah, I guess that that makes sense that something like this would happen. And the Rangers go ahead and they don't be proactive again. They still go to play their game. They're like, well, we'll wait for Zordon to tell us something. Mm -hmm. Okay, peace out. All right, let's get this whistle. Yeah. Before that, the Gypsy Avalonia comes down saying that she's feeling Ranger vibrations. and uh, Feeling them good, good Ranger vibes. Bulk and Skull are like, no, those are just the scavengers. And it's Adam, Kimberly, Tommy. Yeah. Three Rangers. One of them is the most powerful Ranger. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So they, these boys have have come so close. They actually did discover the the identity of the Power Rangers all on their own. And they gave up their memories for it. Yeah, they did because they're heroes. Yep. Because <laughs> they're good boys. Underneath all the the grimy stuff society has taught them, they're good boys. They fall uh, flat faced on the on the floor of the hall of the floor of the hallway, like. Bulk gets his face stuck in a tambourine. It's yeah. Pretty, pretty funny. Kimberly realizes it's a whistle. They run off. Lord Zed. Mm-hmm. He is so angry. He's slamming his hand down on the, the railing, leaving just wet muscle juice on the ground. Please watch it. Like, yeah. please watch it. Like, he really does just baste that that railing. Yeah. He, just, just all kinds of grease. Just all kinds of grease just flew off him like a bag of checkers. <laughs> So Zed's upset that they're still having fun. Yeah. And he immediately makes the cannon a monster. Yeah. And it's his cannon top bot. Interesting, because, um, like, it's just something, like, I guess he doesn't have a way to transport him down, because Goldart says, all right, we brought out the cannon, we left it out there for you to shoot. and so you, Or you, to Zedify. Yeah. Which he does. So I guess he has... His monsters don't teleport. I guess his monsters don't teleport, yeah, because it, they've never started at the palace and went down. He's always They've always been down there, and he makes them... Make some big through. It kind of makes sense. I mean, like, do you remember during Dragon Ball Z and the Cell games how uh, Gohan and Goku stayed Super Saiyan for, like, the week leading up to the Cell games? Yeah. Because transporting, because transforming used up too much power? Yeah. Maybe uh, the transport leaves them in a weakened state, which is why Goldar loses. Mm, That's an interesting theory. Very interesting theory. So if they're just built down on Earth, he doesn't, yeah, they don't have to transport. Cut out that middleman. He doesn't. He doesn't have to artificially weaken his monsters yeah. for that fight. Hmm. That's something to think about. Something to roll around in the head. Yeah. Super Saiyan while they sleep. So they get so, brought to the command center. Yeah. And um, the, Zor. Zordon, uh, well, at the command, excuse me, at the command center, they see Cannon Top. Yeah, they're looking Cannon at Top, yeah. all that Gorma footage. Cannon Top's been formed. He's got a cool little, like, uh, like a cool little scanner, and it comes over his eye and stuff, like where, like a little, uh, like targeting reticle. Yeah, pretty neat. I like Cannon Top. I don't know if he had a toy or not. It's probably something I should have googled before we started recording. I don't think so. In I order to be it. more efficient at this job. But I so, didn't, so I'm going to say he didn't have a toy, but maybe he did. 
They say that if they get shot by the monster, he'll they'll end up in the lost dimension. Yeah, his like cannons able to send them through intergalactic space. It's just uh, pretty gnarly, I guess. Yeah. So they morph. They send Team Billy. Well, yeah, Billy. Excuse me. Yeah, Billy, Rocky, and Aisha morph. Yeah. They contact yeah. Team Tommy. And then Team Tommy morphs. Yeah, they let them know, and they morph into action as well. Yep. And then we get some, you know, what what we do in this season, which is facing off against each other, never touching. But in this one, immediately our core team of five Rangers do something that we were pretty sure never happened. And they call upon the power of the power cannon. They bring them together this time. Right, yeah, this was really weird, and it's, like, how fast it was, and it was kind of done with, like, little to no uh, fanfare or whatever, you know? It was just not much not much to it. Yeah. So, for the first time, and maybe the only time, yeah. being completely unsure of it, yeah. Rocky, Adam, and Aisha, Adam we know uses the, the yeah. axe. But Rocky and Aisha get to use the power sword and the power Ro- Rocky, daggers. Yeah, Rocky holds the power sword for a second. Yeah. <laughs> That's as good as it's going to get. Yeah. And he also shoots the howling cannon. Yeah. So. Interesting. Yeah. It's just, they're scraping the bottom of the barrel, man. They need footage. They just they just need footage for stuff. Because well, like, this, this, like... We haven't seen this Gorma in Dairanger yet, so no. I can only assume he gets hit by... The, the cannon? Yes, yeah, something or another to make it. Well, if they got hit by the cannon, they would just use the cannon, because they have that. They, oh, yeah. yeah. I think they got hit by, like, you know, the... The chi-balls. The chi-balls or something like that. Uh, but after he gets struck by the howling cannon, or excuse me, the power cannon, he uses a Gorma grenade. Gosh. He uses he, a Zed grenade. He uses a Zed grenade to and make then, himself big. Yeah. The Rangers call on the Zords. Yep, Thunderzord power. We get the whole first episode a, roll call. We get a really awkward, very, very awkward Zord fight. Do we? Yeah, because... Oh, yeah, this is the one. Yeah, this is really weird. We get... So we get the whole we get the whole crew out. Everyone's there. White Tiger, um, Thunder Megazord. Well, yeah, Thunder Megazord never forms, but Thunder, uh, Thunder Tiger Zord forms. Don't they make Thunder Megazord? No, they don't. They uh, and Tor shows up. Okay, yeah. So Mega Tiger Zord gets made. Red Dragon, but Red Dragon Thunder Zord uh, goes into warrior mode. He instantly. Yeah, he rides on a. Uh, he rides on the white white Tiger Zord, and they joust with a uh, cannon top. But constantly, Tommy's calling for the Ultra Zord. Yeah. Um and like they make White Tiger Mega Zord. Yeah, and then Tor shows up. And he just and shoots. He just stands upright and he shoots. Yeah, he Doesn't stands do upright. Anything else. He shoots. They call for the Ultra Zord again, and then they don't do it, and they do the Firebird Arm Cannon. Yeah, there, there's a lot of shots where like, there's like two different shots of the White Tiger Megazord, like just walking towards the screen. It's, I don't know if they just, they, so whoever was editing it forgot what they were doing. <laughs> and. Yeah, so so it kind of tracks like an episode of this podcast. Yeah, and somewhere in there we forgot what was happening, and the footage dictated the same. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> at the end of the battle, they show 
the Red Dragon yeah. Thunderzord walking up to the White Tiger Megazord and giving him the handshake that yeah. he gave him in the first episode. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, so. it's, it's... You know what? This this, this uh, battle plays out how, like, I describe most of the battles. Where I'm like, and then this happened, this happened. Oh, I forgot this happened, too. But first, that happened before it, and then, like, it looks like that because you have... White Tiger, uh, White Tiger Megazord formula, Red Red Dragon Warrior mode. There, it was like, oh wait, Tor's there, and he shoots. He's shooting the the guns too. Oh wait, White Tiger charges. Like it's all just a weird, discombobulated mess. Yep. But you know, whatever they well, they, they, they win. Yeah, they kill him. He's done with you know. And then Zed kind of has a fit because the Rangers aren't in the Lost Dimension. And then we cut. He never to got the, that that interdimensional cannonball off or whatever he fires at him that would do that. Nope. And the Rangers all come in in their non Ranger form, yeah. and they're like, "We have one last clue left. They're like a rainbow, and they fight evil monsters." I wonder what. Oh wait, it's the Power Rangers. How are you supposed to add the Power Rangers into this, Ernie? Do you have a photo of him? Well, Ernie yeah. just happens to have an eight by ten glossy promo photo from <laughs> the yeah. from the touring show. Mm-hmm. And he gives hands it, that over. Gives it to him. They run over to the um, the judges' table. Where oh, they're seconds from losing because there's another team that just says they got everything. And then, yeah, this this uh, one of the judges, uh, this lady who has the haircut of Molly Ringwald and dresses like Donald Duck, lets them know, like, oh, you missed an item. Oh, cool. So they lost. But then in come the Angel Grove. Like there's nothing to it. They just they don't, don't even say they anything. Just they just dump it on the table. Yeah, they just look at it like congratulations, you won. Cool. Episode over. Nothing. Nothing. Just like, <laughs> like, uh, like Madam Swampy. No, Gypsy Abalonia. <laughs> you want to say Madam Swampy? <laughs> she comes oh, in yeah. and she says she feels the power of the Rangers. They open their eyes. It is it is the Rangers. Yeah, same thing that has been happening throughout the episode, which yeah. is leading Bulk and Skull to our kids. And at this point, Bulk and Skull are like, "All right, that's that's the third time you you're a fake." Yeah, her whole thing has been look into my eyes, yeah. and they turn and they say, "Look into our eyes." You're fired. <laughs> yeah, to do it. <laughs> I'm never gonna say it normal. Yeah. Rocky flashes some creepy eyes before the credits hit. He's like, "Oh, they got fired." <laughs> uh, oh wait, they fired somebody. Is Rocky a sadist? Yeah. Is that what's going on? He's got such a terrible smile. Yeah. Like Rocky, Rocky's coming off as like a real sadist in in this episode. But yeah. Uh, well, that's it. Scavenger hunt over. They won. There's like two things that didn't really lead to anywhere, which is the interdimensional bullet that's going to send the rangers into the lost dimension, and then the scavenger hunt. Neither one of them really pay off. Because the scavenger hunt, they win, but it's like... Why? Who cares? Oh, well. <laughs> and like it, w- it was easy to watch. Some funny parts. Good Zed lines. I'm happy with it. If you're following our Patreon, when we recorded these episodes, it's the same week that, well, it was the week of New Year's, which we, the week of Christmas. Week of Christmas, yes. So we put out an episode of VR Troopers that had probably the worst episode of television we've ever watched. Yeah. And we're not going to go into it, but this was an amazing palate cleanser. Yeah, it did did loosen me up. Yeah. Like, I I lightened up for sure, and I wasn't so uh, down at the dumps and ready to uh, just 
wander off into the woods and say goodbye. Just practice karate alone <laughs> yeah, forever. Like, like I. I was really at my end, with my wits end with, with what happened. But I had this, to lay on the floor. He did. Yes, he did. Uh, but John Stewart, Stewart, Stewart St. John, came in and gave me some levity. I appreciate it. So, so not bad. Uh, November 23rd, 1994, which, honestly, this is when this same day this episode aired. So did the Littlest Trooper. Oh, boy. So that was a rough day for people. Yeah. The Great Bukala Escape. Yeah. Di- written by John Stewart, directed by the man that's been championing Power Rangers for 25 years, yeah. Mr. Chip Lynn. Yeah. And so the, the Great Bukala Escape, man, that's, that's a... It's a lost Joker card if ever in the Bukala. <laughs> been a lot of juggalo humor today. Yeah, yeah. It's just how so, it feels, man. It feels right. We got Team Terrible. Uh, <laughs> we got Aisha. Aisha, Billy, and Adam. They're not yeah. all Team Terrible. It's just Billy, one yeah. person he's cool with, and one that he's like, she got to stop talking. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Billy's just... Uh, just they're they're having a good game of ultimate going on. Some Some frisbee. Yeah, and then a janky little UFO flies in. Yep. And nearly uh, hits Aisha in the head. Elsewhere in the park. Bulk and Skull are making crop circles. Yeah, Bulk Bulk and Skull got one of those, uh, I used to know what they're called. It's the powder, it's the things you go onto like a a field and you... you, uh, The football field, the lines. I just had it. It's called chalk something or other. Yeah, but it's that little little, uh, thing you push. Well, Bulk and Skulls is called a little toughie. It is. And they're, yeah, they're pushing around a little toughy and laying chalk lines. Yep. They're talking about they're reading stuff on UFOs and aliens. They they've come to the, the yeah, assumption new, that the Power Rangers are definitely aliens. Yeah, new new theory. New theory that the Power Rangers are aliens. And when they think that, here comes this UFO. Yeah. <laughs> the the whole point well I said they're laying down chalk lines because they're trying to make crop circles. And since there's no crops, they're just going to use chalk to make the formations in the grass of Angel Grove. Yeah. To attract aliens. Which is funny because, like, a UFO sh- an UFO shows up. Did they do that? You think you think the Bukala did that? I don't, yeah. rem- I don't remember if they gave a reason why he came here. No. Because he's being chased by Serpentera. Oh, that's right. That's right, yeah. Okay, I remember. So, Bulk takes some pictures, and he's like, I caught an... an," He says a UFO, but he's wrong. Uh, I caught an UFO on film! Yeah, a little little verbal misstep there. Yeah. And Skull reaches into his pocket, and he's like, Not bulky. Yeah, he's like, I got the film right here. Yeah, Skull forgot to put the film in the camera. Yep. So, uh, Bulk goes back to reading his book. And Zed's like, no, nah, I gotta get that little alien because his diamond, that diamond on the top, it'll power my Serpentera forever. Yeah, yeah, he says, that diamond power source shall be mine. Yep. And uh, they're all, the Ranger crew, they're all hiding from the UFO. Yeah, they're doing a good job ducking from the non-existent effect. Yep. Uh, they, this thing... Um, crashes. So we, yeah, this sparks. thing crashes by a tree, and it's just... I there's somewhere in Die Ranger. There has to be this UFO. 
I don't know. It's not going to have what it has in it because we've already dealt with what it has in it. But this thing has like Japanese writing all over it and stuff, <laughs> like like kanji and stuff. So I, I feel, I feel like it may be in in a Die Ranger episode. Maybe even even today when we get to our recordings of that, that'll be there. But yeah, it's this little. It looks like a battery's not included. That's probably too old of a, ref, a reference, but you know, whatever. It's like this battery's not included, like miniature UFO. Yeah, and it's sparking like crazy. Billy immediately recognizes, like, oh yeah, some, some must be some kind of extraterrestrial transport. Yeah. Yes, and they look at it. They look inside and they see a little like weird kabuki-looking doll inside of it. And Adam goes to touch the ship, but it's too hot to touch. Which makes sense. Yeah. There's a crystal on top of it. This it's a like a it's like a it's a diamond with orbies in it. Yeah, it's a di- yeah. It looks like a, a very Etsy thing. Yes. Looks like you could buy this off Etsy. This little nice little tchotchke stuff. It's a little diamond like Dan said with a bunch of little uh, colorful orbies. orbies. Little colorful orbies inside of it. You ever see that video where those dudes try to fill up a pool with Orbeez? No. We'll watch that later. Sounds satisfying. But, uh, yeah, the little kabuki thing inside is not moving. Yep. It is creepy, honestly. I remember, I think I blocked out this episode from memories because I it was I was starting to recover it as this episode went on. And I think I was creeped out. I think I was hmm. creeped out by this. There, there must have been a lot of Power Rangers episodes that I didn't see because I have no memory of it. I, I remember the little, little Bukula. <laughs> I remember the little Bukula. Um, it, they contact Zordon. They let him know. It's like they, they, there's an UFO. It crashed. And Zordon's like, "Oh, that must be why Serpentera's on his way." And They're everyone like, just kind of uh, Serpentera's on its way. Yeah, he just kind of glances over that. Like, like you can't, you can't do that. You mean the thing the 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 dragon that's as big as two cities is, is on its way here, and, like, and then Zed from inside Serpentera's cockpit commands Goldar to fire upon the kids, and we have a little problem with this. There's a discretion here, a discrepancy between Serpentera and the effects user because he fires down. You would expect the firepower of Serpentera to just crater the park. Yeah. To, to leave a big chunk missing out of the earth. But it's just a little... It's like firing a fifty cal bullet. Yeah. Except for them it was like firing a pea shooter out. Yeah. Maybe maybe, and maybe that's something that has to do with the... Those three minuscule shots drained the power of Serpentera. I was going to say, maybe like it took so much just to get there, and then it was already so low that like it didn't have much, so it was, those were just little... Eh, eh, eh. You know, like just nothing behind them. You know, it takes a lot of power to power this thing, and it's well, crazy. That's been that's that Serpentera's deal. Yeah, you know, it's the most inefficient death machine of all time. So of of all time throughout all fantasy, this this is the most inefficient uh, planet destroying thing. <laughs> so Zed throws a fit, and he's like. How did you even miss? How did how did you even hit the Earth? It's only six thousand miles wide. Yeah, he's really yeah he's really ragging on Goldar. And Goldar's like, we have to recharge. And he's like, no, there is no more using the word recharge in this thing ever again. <laughs> hey, yeah, that's fed up. That 
that this thing is always like the the terrible mileage Serpentera has. It's the it's the Hummer of death machines. <laughs> it definitely is, dude. Like of all spacecraft shaped like a dragon, this thing has this this thing has the worst. Uh, yeah, it just has the worst mileage of all time. It is. Yeah, like you can't even get it from the moon to to the Earth's atmosphere without it puttering, you know? Like, yeah. like just without it's a beater. it Yeah, without this thing just running on fumes, man. It's 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 unfortunate. We are, but we I like that they're playing into that because what's powering the Bukla ship is this is this, that diamond we were mentioning. Yeah. If which has like Basically, I guess just like an infinite power source. Yeah, it says that if he can put that in Serpentera, Serpentera will be infinitely powerful. Mm-hmm. So they're like, we did see the diamond, and they uh, open up the door to the Bukala. Yeah, the Bukala ship, and then yeah, uh, yeah, Zordon says, "Open it up. We're going to attempt to communicate with them." Yeah, that, that is, this is where we find out it is called a Bukala. Yeah, from the planet Bukala, riding Bukula in his Bukala, Buk- <laughs> listening to his favorite band Bukala. Yeah, I don't know what that's about. It honestly sounds pretty harsh. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, he's like, put the diamond next to the bukala; it'll wake it up. And it's got a, it's got a voice on it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it doesn't really speak, but it like it learns real quick. Like Zoran says, it's actually incredibly intelligent because Billy. I like Billy throughout this whole episode. Yeah. Because he immediately takes to it. He's like, oh. Well, it's a this thing looks, traveler. Yeah, this thing looks freaky, but he's he immediately starts communicating with him saying, it'll be okay. We're here to help you. you know? Yeah. And it's just repeating everything uh, everyone else says. Um, if you're watching Die Ranger with us, this is Kabuki Boy. Kabuki Boy. Yeah, this is this is the suit. One of the, one of the, one of the suits that were brought over that I did not expect them to have. You yeah. Know? And then, like I said, I'm reminded that this was a thing, an episode that I must have blocked out. Not because it's bad, mind you. It's actually a very serviceable... Uh, it's actually a very serviceable episode. So, you wouldn't think Kabuki Boy would come over because he's barely in it. He's just possessing people. Mm-hmm. And this is the one where he makes a man jump off a building. Yeah. He does some stuff. Yeah, Kabuki. where the Die Ranger are worried about getting yeah he possesses, getting framed for murder. Yeah, he possesses a robot. It's all like he, it's a weird abstract episode. But they had the Kabuki Boy suit, and they're like, we got to do something with this, right? You know, it's like we get, we we can uh, we can shoot our own footage with this. You know? Yeah, we let's make use of it at Billy's. Well, it's not. I guess it's a part of Billy's lab we haven't seen before. Yeah, well, it's just the garage area. Yeah, it's Adam just like is a working sheet, on making an Orby diamond. It's like a sheet metal shed thing, and they're working on everything. Uh, Bukla is, speaks in kind of like broken English. Yeah, it's given how he looks and what he's a character of, mixed with how he sounds. Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> they they give him a slightly Asian accent. They yeah. make him speak in broken English, and he's painted like a kabuki monster. So it's a little problematic. Uh, <laughs> it lines up to be that way, that's but for sure. Adam's working on his new Etsy venture. He's making uh, Orby Diamonds. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aisha is painting a doll to look like Kabuki Boy. Yeah, because... Bukula, sorry. And uh, 
Which is better? Who knows? Which is which is less offensive to say? And Billy is fixing, fixing the, ship. the ship. Yeah. And he's walking around. And he's like, "Oh, that diamond looks good. Diamond good, yes. And, yeah. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> That's how he sounds. That's how he sounds. <sighs> and then Bulk and Skull are making more crop circles to bring the aliens back. Yeah. Because I mean, it worked. Yeah. As far as they know. It, like, uh, there's, uh, I guess there's a little guide in there to what crop circles mean what. This one apparently means, you know, come to our planet, party naked. You know, <laughs> I don't know. But, like, it's... Take off your pants but, like, and he's jacket. Like, yeah, he's looking at it. He's like, ah, oh, that's it. Perfect. Now they're going to come. Yep. So it, it must mean, like, you know, party, free beer, come on down. The Bukala says, I'm going to go home and my home's like this. And he shakes a snow globe. And Billy goes, oh, uh, there's no oh, snow in Angel Girl. like this. You keep doing it. <laughs> you keep doing it. That's exactly how he sounds. I'm just, I'm just like, that's it. Maybe for, for the benefit of those that don't watch this episode. <laughs> I don't know. He, he, he has a snow globe and he's showing it. And, he, and Billy's like, oh, the snow's on your planet? And they're like, we should snow here. No snow here. Serpentera then file, <laughs> fires down on Billy's lab, and yeah. in comes his, uh, like th- this is like uh, in comes the monster of the week, and his name is Weldo. Yeah, so this was a robot Kabuki boy possessed in Die Ranger. Yes, and so he has like the Kabuki theater hair. Yeah, now that he's not a Kabuki boy, and he's just a robot with this hair, he's kind of got like out of context. He's kind of got like a like he's a Russian robot or something. Like yeah. Got got like a big, um, what's it called? Uh, Yushanka. Yeah. You know? Going out with big like tresses coming down it. But he, but he um, yeah, he starts firing up on, on the Rangers as they're trying to work on this. Trying to get that diamond. Yeah. And Give me that diamond. I'm going to turn this place to rubble and the diamond too. They get out of the warehouse and they save all the things that they're working on. The yeah. doll, the fake diamond. The ship and the actual Bukala. Yeah. And they make it to kind of a warehouse area, just like an empty field. And out comes Weldo, but Weldo is dropped like a sack of bricks. Mm hmm. Tommy, Kimberly, and Rocky, they join in. Yeah. And yeah, they just mess with Weldo. They get rid of him. Yeah. They say, hey, this is the perfect spot. So we're going to get rid of the Bukala. Yeah. Billy, it's it's all Billy here. Yeah, because he fires on he he fires on a a Bukla. Oh yeah, sends Bukla flying. Billy jumps in front of Bukla, takes out the blade blaster, and like in a such a like a aggressive tone, you know, says you stay away from my friends. Hey, and did he, you did you like Superman Returns, the Brandon Routh Superman movie? Oh. It's been so long. It's been so long since I've seen the man. I don't know. So I don't there's remember. So throughout that movie, he's pretending to be Christopher Reeve. Okay. And there's one moment, one moment where they're lifting, they're lifting the like ship out of the where he's like holding the ship up out of the water. Yeah. And he reaches down to Lois and her uh, boyfriend Cyclops. Yeah, yeah. And he goes. Give me your hand. And it's like this real like moment where you can see what Brandon Routh Superman could have been. Mm-hmm. And that's the vibe that Billy gives off when he's like, no one takes a shot at my friends. 
and he turns the blade blaster on and blows him apart. I like that. Okay, I like that. So yeah, so he's either that part in Superman Returns, or he's the trailer for Man of Steel. Yeah, both succeeded in giving you Superman, the full product. Not so much. <laughs> Superman Returns. The rest of the movie, he's not that. Yeah. Well, just like Man of Steel, like the Man of Steel trailer, I could still watch right now, and just like the first time I watched, it can make me cry because hmm. it's so majestic. It absolutely captures. So, like, and they will join you in the sun. Yeah. Like, what a line. It is incredible. And then the movie, while I still enjoy some bits of it, is is very underwhelming. Very underwhelming, very disappointing. You know, hmm. there's there's an IHOP fight, you know, and there's a some lot th- of Jesus overtones. There's, a, there's one line in that movie, which I can't say on this podcast, yeah. that really pops me every time. Yeah. Yeah. Is it said by... It's said by the bully that works at the IHOP when they're kids. Oh. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> so when they they defeat the Weldo... Gone monster is, yes. Yes, they decide that it's time to enact their plan. Yeah. So the Bukala is teleported away. Yeah, well, like, well, the, the... I don't know if we even said... We said what the plan was, right? Yeah. Yeah, so the... They were making all the fake stuff. Yeah. So, the bogus Bukala... He's placed in the ship... Yeah. ...with the fake diamond. Yeah. And, uh... They're, they're, they're like... They're planning to send Bukala into... Or make it look like they're sending the Bukala into space. And that's when Zed's like, go down there, get that diamond, come back to me. Yeah. Goldar comes down, and... And we... It's kind of... It's a really good moment for Goldar's self-esteem. It's 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 really cool, but you what well, you said kind of took the air out of it, which is well, they're letting him win because yeah. they want him to run off with the diamond. Because Goldar just smacks all the Rangers out of the way as he fights towards the ship with the diamond. Yes. Yeah. It's putties like are said, there. They're doing flips and they're they're showing off their breakdance moves. Like you said, it's a good moment for Goldar. Yeah. At, least, at least he feels good about himself for a minute. His self-esteem is up. And they have this like really good battle where, for the first time, the villains... Not the first time, but the first time since Zed's taken over, yeah. we get a real villain win. Yeah. Well, outside like the first... The, the first, yeah, outside of the mutiny, when they weren't ready for Zed. Yeah. But since the White Rangers come about... yeah. Okay, yeah, that's good. Since the White Rangers come about, this is a, the first uh, battle where the villains get the better end of. Um, Goldar runs off with the diamond. He brings it back to Zed. Zed's like, you, you... What would have happened if Goldar was feeling himself so much that he just stabbed the White Ranger? Oh, that would have changed their plans. <laughs> <laughs> that would have changed their plans real uh, big time. <laughs> that's something they didn't account for. If while, while he's like, don't worry, I've if, got the White yeah, Ranger. If White Ranger is like, oh, stop, Goldar, you know, get, you won't get away. And then Goldar just stabs him. That definitely put a that that'll definitely put a uh, stick in the spokes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But he he grabs the diamond. He goes up to Zed. He goes back up on the Serpentera. Shows it to Zed, and Zed's like, whoa, you you did it. Well, Zed's sitting up there, and they get this moment where he's alone. He's like, 
What's taking him so long? (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I got the Diamond Master. Yeah. Yeah. And Zed's like, you you tell me you actually did it. (laughs) Well, all right. Like, put put that thing in the power grid. He calls it a power grid. Yeah. (laughs) So now the Bukula is sent back to this dirt lot. Yeah. They put the diamond, which he's been wearing as no. a chain the yeah. entire time. Now that yeah, now that they faked out Goldar and Zed. Yeah. They're gonna send Bukla on his way to uh back back to Bukla. Gosh. Back, they're sending the Bukla back, back. to Bukla so he could be back, a part of his band Bukula. called Bukla and put out their yeah. album Bukla and their hit single Bukla. Is that just what we hear? It's all about the connotation, like how you say Bukla that changes it's like the smurfing. meaning. Yeah, it's like Smurf. Yeah, Smurf. Yeah. It's like Smurfing. Yeah. <laughs> so. Bukula, man. As the Bukula escapes, they are like, it's oh. Not, like, feel like it's like, like. Like you're saying something insensitive. Either that or it's like an LL Cool J song. Or like, I feel like LL Cool, light side of LL Cool J kind of song. Like he made that song for, you know, let's say, uh, what's a lighthearted movie he was. Toys. Oh, you know, I like, was gonna say Deep Blue Sea. That's no, that no. We know what that song is. It's the greatest song ever yeah. made. Uh, it's uh, yeah, but it does sound like I don't know. It sounds like if that word, it sounds like that word was meant to be said by LL Cool J because he just has this way of of, of speaking. Like I don't if you in Toys. I've mentioned it before. Because I mention everything, I like because there's a, there's so there's a, there's so many there's so many things that I go to in this mind of mine, and toys is there. Toys is one of them. Yeah. The movie toys, and there's a scene where he he says the word duplicating uh-huh. in such a delicious way that I want to hear him say it all the time. And Bukula is in that same kind of that same that same vicinity. I would love to hear LL Cool J say Bukula. They is there a way we can make this happen? <laughs> I'm sure we could find it in a soundboard. <laughs> you know what's is there a you Siri? Know what's terrible. Is there like a Siri like voice? Um, that's LL Cool J. That's LL Cool J, and we can no. get it to say Bukula. No, but they didn't have a name for this monster. Not at all. And Heim's aunt was around, and she called Heim Bubula. Which is something that Jewish ants do. Because mm-hmm. I have a Jewish aunt. Sure. And she's called me Bubula. And he just said, oh, we'll call it Bubula. Yeah. No one will know what it is. Well, we can't use... And then... Oh, that may be insensitive, Heim. And they're like, call it Bukula. That's, that's all right, all right, all right, Heim. Legally different enough. Yeah. All right, all right Bukula, you got it. So, Bukula's being sent off. He's very happy to have met Billy. Billy... We're we're seeing more of that 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 Billy Grove and and like that best ranger of all time. Yeah, like uh, he we're you know he's he's or how accepting he is to this weird to this weird guy. You know, and saying yeah. like you know you take care of yourself. Someday I hope to see the universe, which he does. Yeah, which is awesome. Yeah. You know, it's it's it's. Um, the book after the won't fact, forget this, him. Yeah, after the fact, this is so much cooler. Just. When you, when when we see what happens with Billy, as a parting gift, Bukula makes it snow, which is pretty. That's a 
It's definitely summer in Angel Grove. Yeah, so that's a display of power for sure there. Yeah. He holds up his diamond chain. So he can shrink back down. And take off in his little ship. Yeah. And Serpentera sees that the Bukala ship is going away. He's like, chase him. And then the diamond has turned to stone because it's used up whatever little bit of power Adam shined into it. Yeah, the battery dies on Serpentera and then they're just kind of marooned again yeah and they he's like shoot him down shoot him down he's like we don't have the energy sire we don't yeah and then zed throws his little serpentera hissy fit yeah and he throws he so he um so what he does he's like all right they think they got the best of me i got the best of them as the ship is flying out the little bukala ship by the way, Bulk and Skull see it, and they and Bulk is stoked because I got pictures of it. I got pictures of it. The film was in it this time. We got it. Yeah. We got the proof. Which doesn't show proof of the Power Rangers. They actually say we got proof of the Power Rangers' identity, but you just took a picture well, of it. Well, because they thought that the Power Rangers were aliens. You got a picture of a little Bukula bobber. You know, yeah. whatever. <laughs> the Bukula bobber. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, Zed's like, you didn't get the best of me. Uh, you didn't win. You left that doll there. That's a monster now. We get the bad Bukla. Yeah, he turns it into a bad Bukla, and then he throws bad and Buki. <laughs> yeah, Bukla, bad Bukla like moves around a bit, but he doesn't. He doesn't waste any time. He throws the Zed grenade, and I thought it'd be so funny because it's like there's you're inside this can this uh, completely enclosed cockpit. Yeah. Like, I just imagine that Zed grenade just dinking off the windshield and then him yelling at, at like, Goldar for not <laughs> putting it down or whatever. But, yeah, it makes the bad Bukla go big. Yep. Big, bu- big bad Bukla. Big bad Bukla. Oh, we are losing it today. Yeah. The Bukla fights the Thunder Megazord, and he... What do you think is going to happen? He does he something creepy. He shoots this, like, green tongue that wraps around... And what happens his, his, when you get a tongue wrapped around you? Feedback. Yeah. They electrify they electrify it and then they They chop it off. They chop it off. And then they do the, the hurricane kind of strike, the where he sends the cyclone. The straight line tornado. Straight line tornado, yeah, sends a cyclone after him, which is yeah. awesome. From uh, the fighting like, game. Yeah, his tongue is gross. His tongue is like a looked like a seaweed wrap or something. It was like, ooh. Uh he, yeah, cuts off tongue, uh straight line tornado. Uh Slashes him. Yeah. Dead. He they do the uh the Thunder Megazord final attack. We cut back to the juice bar and the boys are doing karate, just all four of them mm-hmm. in their corresponding colors, and in runs Kimberly and Aisha, and Kimberly has a postcard from Trini, Zach, and Jason mm-hmm. talking about how people all speak differently, but we have the same dreams, and it's nice to meet people from different cultures. Yeah, they, they realize that we're all Trini, friends. Trini closes, as we've mentioned before, Trini definitely penned this. Yeah. Because it's just too well-spoken. Trini says that that um, she w- they wouldn't trade this experience for anything, but they really, they like, you know, dang, do they miss them. Yeah. You know, and, and nothing nothing will ever be like home. Nothing. And, you know, income, bulk, and skull, covered in chalk. Yep. Because, you know, they're rolling around in chalk. And they're proclaiming they have the identity of the Power Rangers right here in this photo. There's this one guy that won't shut up in the background. Just, oh, let's see it. Let's see it. Come on, let's see it. Yeah, really Carlosing. And, and oh, bro. Just real, real loud and, and inconsiderate to the people that are trying to speak to the crowd. Yes. 
Uh, so they bring out the pictures and they Percy'd it. Which, if you're not listening to our Patreon, you don't know what that means. Yeah. They took photos straight up of the event, and then when they were developed, they were developed as gross selfies. Yeah. Um, How do you do that with old cameras? Who knows? Yep. But Bulk and Skull did it. And it, the first picture they show is actually fantastic. Yeah, it should be an 8x10 that Paul and Jason Yeah, sell they should have that on their table. Maybe they do. I didn't... I've never, I don't think I've ever seen it. We'll see them when this airs. We'll have already seen them. Yeah, but it looks great, and I would love to have assigned one of those. Yeah, and they go through it all, and there's like, you know, same thing as always, boys and girls. Vulcan Skull got so close yet so far. Yep, they look upset. They start screaming, and then we cut to the next episode. Yeah, the next episode is called Forever Friends. This one, written by Cheryl Saban. Directed by Terrence H. Winkless. This one came out November 28th, 1994. Um, this one starts out with some gymnastics from Kimberly. Yeah. And Aisha's watching. And uh, so that we, there's going to be a gymnastics competition. Yes. Going. And we find out that Aisha's friend, Shauna, who's also in the competition. Yeah. Aisha's best friend, Shauna. Oh. Even though her and Kimberly were best friends last time I heard. This is they her, go shopping every day. This is her Stone Canyon best friend, I guess. Yep. She comes in, and she already has kind of a looking-to-toss-some-shade look about Ooh. her. She walks in. Aisha goes for the hug. She pushes her off. She goes, you missed me. That's why you transferred, huh? Aisha's like, oh, nothing, that's I, can, a, that's nothing a real, I could do about this. Yeah, that's a real uncomfortable vibe you yeah. decided to start off with. Cool. This is great energy. Yeah. yeah. Glad we're all in it now. Introduces her to Kimberly. Kimberly extends her hand to shake, and she just does like one of those raised eyebrows and like <laughs> open mouth looks. One yeah, of those, like, yeah, like whatever. Yeah, and, and she's like, "It looks like we'll be c- competing for the trophy." And she's like, well, "Looks like we'll be competing for a lot more than that." Looking at Aisha, that's. Who, I mean, I get it, Shauna. You feel replaced. Yeah, I get it. But Kimberly's being nothing but nice to you. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, so don't take it out on her. So, uh, you could have, you could have like a little thing with Aisha. You can pull her aside and you can talk to Aisha like some, some grown, grown adults that you are posing as teenagers. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, as a teenager, I never had a straight conversation with anybody. That's true. But I just, just, yeah. Yeah. I just insulted people. Yeah. That's all I did. (laughs) Insulted people. Hey, what do you listen to? Yeah, of course you do. You know, and just make fun of their tastes. So... Hey, I guess it's tracks. Hey, what's up, right nostril? Why you call me right nostril? Because your right nostril makes me angry. What? Why does my right nostril make? Because it looks like it's looking at me. It's turned up wrong. You got a weird nose. It would be as simple as that. <laughs> you got a weird nose, and I don't like it. Yeah. Unforgivable. So what? Um, they're 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 kind of going over their routines a bit, and Shauna. And Aisha are having it out, and yeah. Kimberly's like trying to continue on, but the energy is getting hostile. Yeah, because Shauna's like, "Is hey, when I call you, you're not home." Oh, she first makes a comment like, "Oh, you like your fingers seem to be just fine." <laughs> she she says, "Looks like you don't have a broken finger. I wonder why my phone's not ringing." <laughs> yeah, and Aisha's like, "I you know, I've I've been calling you. We just keep miss you know we just haven't been able to connect." And she's like, "Any time I call you, you don't pick up." So like, I've been really busy. Which is true. I've been saving the world and going you, shopping every I mean, day. I, you, 
True. Look at Kimberly. Yeah. You you go shopping six hours of the day. You, know? <laughs> you got school, shopping. Ragers. Yeah. And that's it. That's how you divvy mm. up the day. Yeah. So Aisha is busy. Absolutely. I believe that. Kimberly's like, uh, well, I, you know, I'm going to get out of this. <laughs> I got to go. And Aisha's like, no, no, we got we to gotta be a big friend group. Yeah. And Shauna's like, I don't want to be friends with no one. Yeah. Aisha's like, I'd like you to get to know her. And Aisha's like, come on, let's just go out like and chill, you know, get, you know, have, have an easy time. And Shauna kind of relents, like, yeah, whatever. Okay. This yeah. is like that birthday party where you're trying to integrate your two friend groups. Yeah. Don't force it. It happens or it doesn't. Yeah. And it's okay either way. That's that's just some advice right there. Well, we got it, we got a friend that tries to do that at all of his parties, and then it just ends up being one group sits on one side of the room, the other one sits on the other. Yeah. And then sometimes you get a couple of stragglers, like Emiliano, who comes yeah. over and watches wrestling with us, because yeah. every party yeah. <laughs> turns well, into Emilio, us watching yeah, wrestling. because like, that group doesn't talk about wrestling, so he comes over to the group that, that does talk about wrestling. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's how it is, and it's okay. It's okay if they don't integrate, as long as there's no hostile vibes. It's yeah. whatever, you know? The boys are at Woodshop. Yeah. They're, they're all building birdhouses and sucking at it, except for Billy. And Tommy, he just cuts wood in half and goes, oh, <laughs> I guess I did it. I can't do it. Rocky's not Rocky, even making a Rocky's got a board. He's with, making a coat rack. Yeah, he's. it looks like he's making a coat rack. But they've. I felt like the assignment was birdhouses, because they each have, like, like a birdhouse thing. Yeah. But except for Rocky, who has a coat rack or towel rack. Well, it seems like Rocky's actually the least incompetent with the wood shop stuff. I get. Well, Billy so, looked. I don't know if you saw Billy's table. Billy looked like he was doing just fine. For Billy him. can build anything. Yeah, he's got that mathematical I'm, mind. When I say people are bad at stuff, yeah. Billy's never counted in that. Okay, <laughs> because Billy is good physically. Billy's yeah. good mentally. He's good with his hands. Yeah, he is just. Quietly becoming a perfect human being. Billy is the <laughs> JB yeah. of this team. Yeah, it's seeming that way, man. It yeah. really. But of the of the inept trio, <laughs> Rocky is the least inept. <laughs> the dumb dumb boys. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. Give it up for Rocky. He's actually better to, than Tommy and Adam at something. Yeah, just not landing on his feet. <laughs> <laughs> so Bulk and Skull are there. It's like, and might as well wood- just throw that out, dweebs. Look what we're making. Jetpacks. Because jet the Rangers do that new thing called jetting. Do you remember that from seven episodes ago or whatever? Uh, I wish I didn't know about it. They, they jetting put on is the some, dumbest thing ever. They put on some awesome Mo helmets. Yeah, they like, straight up look like awesome Mo from South Park. And they got these big, they're kind of like proton packs. They actually the look slime like, ones. They look like the slime ones with the coloration of the proton packs. Yeah. Because they got the hazards, hazard markings on them and stuff like that. They turn them on out. They like it. This is now the story, I guess, because it just leaves our rangers there and it goes to the park with Bulk and Skull, who are trying out the jetpacks, which just make sparks and send them flying all over the park. Yeah, they just kind of run and then they they end find up in a, a pile of hay. Yeah, they land in that and with their jetpacks, that hay would have caught on fire. Yeah, I imagine that's an extreme amount of heat. Yeah. But credit where credits due. The fact that they just made a spark thrower is pretty impressive for Bulk and Skull. Yes, yes. You know, got it. Just gotta say. Anyway, so the girls are on the mode part of the park having a picnic. Having I don't want to talk about the food because there are some squashes. There's an onion. 
and there's a variety of different potatoes. Mm-hmm. There's some russets. There's some fingerlings. There are some those little baby yellow ones. And then a thing of celery. They're just eating yeah. potatoes, squash, and celery. It's, That's their picnic. It, it is the, it's the gymnastic thing, man. Got a carbo load. Let's yeah. just eat this whole plate of potato. I love me some celery so much. And and there's is that uh, three bananas? No, those are the squash. Oh, those are squash, yeah. Yeah. There's also a muffin. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're, it, they're hitting all the groups. Yeah. They're talking about how long they were. Kimberly asks how long they were been fr- they've been friends. Is it since like the third and grade? Aisha says second grade. Oh, and second Shauna grade. goes, uh, it was first grade? Goes, oh. Oh, I was off by a year. It's not a big deal. And she goes, seems like it is a big deal. Yeah. Nothing oh, in oh, our friendship has yeah. changed. Yeah, it has. Yeah. Who shows up? Goldar. Yeah, because Zed's like, I'll speed up this breakup. And he's yeah. like, you go down there and you capture Sean. You know what? Capture the pink one, too. Yep. Capture my dream queen. You don't want Aisha? No. I don't want Aisha. Why are you asking that? Get the two that don't like each other. Yeah. Lock them in a room together. Yeah. <laughs> Goldar shows up. He flicks his sword and a yellow rope wraps around the two that he wants. And yeah. they, they're whisked off to the cave. And Aisha's like, what? What? What about me? Yeah, what's what? What is this? What is this nonsense? Because I I feel you, Aisha. What is this discrimination? Yeah. You ain't like Aisha ain't bad enough. Come on. I don't know. Zed has his tastes apparently, which yeah. are which are brunettes, gymnastics, gymnastic brunettes. Don't say that because Aisha's a brunette. Gymnastic brunettes. <laughs> okay, you gotta have the gymnast. You gotta have those two things. Those two things in particular. You gotta get gymnasty. And you gotta be brunette. Or a silver witch. <laughs> or a silver witch. Because she's got the silver hair. Yeah. Yeah. Is that a hat or is that hair? We'll never know. Yeah. She's never without it. We'll never, ever, ever know. And that's fine. So Aisha breaks into shop class and she's like, Golder took her. Took my best friend Shauna and Kimberly. Yeah. Took both my best friends. She does say best friend Shauna and doesn't say best friend Kimberly. Yeah, she says my best friend Shauna and Kimberly. She's throwing shade. Well, I mean, she's getting self-conscious now because like maybe she, she's thinking of Shauna is like, man, maybe maybe I am doing Shauna dirty. Maybe I should have made a better effort to contact her. You know, like and so now it's kind of reflected in her attitude now where she's like, yeah, that's my best friend Shauna. Always always been that way. My best friend Shauna. So Tommy, the sky captain in the world of tomorrow, and yeah, his three you, boys. You pointed that out that he's been wearing this like this bomber jacket thing. Yeah, for the for all three of these episodes since he became White Ranger, he's been wearing that jacket. Man, uh, so sky captain and his three boys. Yeah, they follow Aisha to the command, the command center. center. Yeah, and uh, in that time, they, Zed's like when like, they leave the shop. There's a very inconspicuous zoom in on a saw on the wall. Yeah. And Zed's Zed, like, oh, that's it. <laughs> gotta make my monster the jaws of destruction. And we get the, uh, like, he, I forgot what he's called in Dire Range. He's like Saw Priest or something like yeah. that. Like, he's, he's very, he's actually a pretty big deal in Dire because this was the first Dyreno. Yeah, this was the first Thunder Megazord guy. And don't worry, uh, even though it, the transformation of Dyrano loses is 
The transformation of Direna loses its significance. The fight does not. Yeah. We'll, we'll get into that. Cause that oh. yeah. So we cut to the cave, and Shauna is really scared. There's putties dancing all over. Yeah. There's pink lightning. She's scared, and yeah. Kimberly's like, ah, don't be afraid. Don't worry. Someone this will is come Angel, save us. This is, this is just Angel Grove nonsense. It, yeah. it's, it's okay. And she's like, you're so calm, Kim. Yeah, he's like, yeah, you know. He's like, I hate to admit it, but I'm impressed. Like, so, he's like, you're doing fine, too, Shauna. Yeah. And she's seeing like, oh, yeah, Kimberly is a wonderful person. Why are you being so nice? I'm rotten to you. I know I am because I'm doing it on purpose. Yeah. she's like, and Then she, they connect. Yeah, Kimberly's like, I know how you feel when you think you lost someone, you know? He's like, why? Well, she talks about when her parents got divorced. She felt so abandoned for that, you know. Shauna's parents got divorced. <laughs> Shauna's parents got divorced. <laughs> Aborst. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh like they they're connect they have this connection like and she, Kimberly's like you know even though my parents are divorced and I don't see like you know both of them as often as I'd like I still know my father loves me dearly you know yeah. it doesn't mean you lost him and she's you, you know don't, she you didn't lose that, Aisha you relate that to Aisha your best friend Aisha is still your best friend Aisha yeah you just live in a different region then a putty walks into frame kind of just like like crab shuffling to the side <laughs> like ooh <laughs> and he just breaks it up <laughs> and she gets scared and Kimberly's like they have a big button in their chest there's nothing to be scared <laughs> yeah, of yeah Shauna uh, grabs Kimberly's hand she gets scared as the putty just ooh <laughs> So they're talking to Zordon, and whenever Aisha's the one in trouble, it's like the end of the world. And it's like, you got to just remain strong. Like, don't yeah. worry about this. There's still five of you. Uh, yeah, you know, it's pretty. Aisha, Adam, and Rocky are, are all learning stuff, you know, and, and like learning their shortcomings and stuff like that. Aisha is over, like, overactive. Kind of. She's a... an overzealous ranger. Like, yeah. When, when something happens to her, it is yeah. the end. Yeah. Yeah, she has kind of like a high anxiety for that stuff. Adam and, is such a defeatist. Yeah, he's yeah, like he, never sure. Yeah, he doesn't think he deserves being a ranger. And Rocky... Rocky... We don't know much about Rocky. We don't know point. much about Rocky. We know he's got a creepy smile. We know that he's very susceptible to a Zed spell about gambling. Yeah. Uh, That's it. Ro- maybe the thing is, like, Rocky needs to, like, get on the ball. Yeah. yeah, we know not, that he's... He's not taking this serious enough. We know that he thinks he's second in command, but he's really fifth. Yeah, he's not taking this serious enough, and that's his shortcoming. Yeah. He needs to fully become a ranger. Yeah. So, yeah. So, Zordon has... Zed has sent the monster to the park, and it is the Jaws of Destruction, and they need to go face him. So they go for their morphin' time, and Aisha serves up this look. Yeah. When she when they do the it's morphin time, that I was like, oh, Aisha's ready to fight. Yeah. But then what happens? Jetting. Yep. <laughs> just as it really was just like, oh, Rangers can fly now, but it doesn't matter because they they can always teleport. Who cares? Yeah. This really awkward, stupid sequence where we just show them flying through the air. Yeah, and then. Bulk and Skull, of course, have to try and reignite their jetpacks, and because it doesn't this, work. This is the this is what we built these for. When they ignite the jetpacks, same thing happens before they crash into each other. They, yeah. 
they go to the Jaws of Destruction, and they do have to face off against the putties. He's all, I got a little surprise for you. Well, I guess not really a surprise, because yeah. it's just five putties. It's five putties versus four rangers, yeah. and it's this like intense thing where they're like running at each other, waiting to collide. Yeah. yeah. And then just a battle happens. Rangers versus putties. It's like a wall of death at the Hemlock concert, but yeah. it ends up in kind of just a more like slam dancing. <laughs> uh, so the the Jaws of Destruction obviously can't attack because he's a die ranger monster. <laughs> yeah, he, they they can't touch. Tommy is sent to the cave to to break out uh, Shauna and Kimberly. And he there's makes... like seven putties, and they are just done in like a second. But he is fighting with Saba. Fair enough. Fight Musaba. So Tommy runs into the one and only cave and he goes to open up the portal and what he does is he just slashes at the electricity with Saba and yeah. is able to get Shauna free. Yeah. Once he has Shauna free, the energy like tethers again. Yeah. And then Kimberly can't get out. And Tommy's like, Don't worry, I got her. You get out of here. Yeah. We're gonna get you to safety. And she refuses to leave her new best friend Kimberly. Yeah. We're and, all best friends, baby. I got many best friends. Many. And Tommy goes, Alpha, get her out of here. Yeah. Alpha does... <laughs> just that. Yeah, pulls her out of there. And honestly, it was just because, like, Kimberly could have got out of this at any time. Yeah. The only thing holding her back is that she can't transform in front of Shauna. Because Kimberly transforms, because the energy field was doing nothing to stop her from doing that. Transforms, karate's the force field down, yeah. and steps out of it. That's yeah. it. <laughs> they run out of the cave, and Zed has sent Goldar to face off against the White Ranger. Pretty cool, though. So, yeah. Kimber- Tommy looks at Kimberly and goes, get out of here. Yeah, the other Rangers need you. I'm going to yeah. fight Goldar. This is my rival. Yeah. yeah, she goes, and then we get the battle of Goldar and Tommy. Yeah. And... Pretty cool. Saba against Goldar. Has there ever... Did no, they name just Goldar his- Sword in the books, in, mm-hmm. the, in the Boom comics? Uh, no, it was just his brother's blade. Man, I wish it had a name. Or, I want to know its name, because I'm sure it has a name, like, you know, in the lore of it. I'm... So the rangers are kind of, like, getting worked over back in the putty fight. Aisha specifically is getting overwhelmed by a couple when Kimberly keyaws into the scene. Yeah. And helps Aisha, reestablishing, you know, that connection, too. And she lets her know that... Uh, Shauna safe. Alpha teleported her home. Yep. Don't worry about it. And then we go back to the battle, and we get this cool thing where they're like walking backwards, and as they get further back, a different ranger comes yeah, into like, the shot fighting. Yeah, a putty. Adam. Adam fighting a putty that comes in the frame. The and uh, it's a it's kind of like an on rail shot as the camera's being pulled back, and then Billy steps in the frame with a with a corresponding putty in front of him yeah. and then Rocky and then a putty in front of him and they're all kicking the crap out of their own putty. And so it's pretty cool. Uh, Sawtooth, or once they, me, I'm reading, reading once what they, Adam uh, calls them. defeat them, the Rangers line up together and they go, okay, it's time to take you out. Yeah. Jaws of destruction. We get Zed. Yeah. Going. And he's like, no, we're doing it. You got to get rid of him. I'm going to make him big. And he Z grenades. Yeah. Down at the, Sawtooth beast. From <laughs> let's see, let's retool. He says, "Like, let's see how they do, deal with this sawtooth when he's retooled or something like that." And he's like, "Oh, I got you now, Rangers." And and Rocky says, "A weaker line. Oh, no way. You're in for a shellacking." Yeah, 
<laughs> okay, bud. Well, so okay, Grandpa. They call in the Thunder Zords and they do the transformation into the Thunder Megazord. This is where we get the amazingness of the first transformation of Dyreno, where yeah. the four beasts of the Thunder Zord assault team are transforming. And Rio Seo, like. And the Red Dragon yeah. warrior mode is sliding behind all of them. Yeah, like really cool sequence. Yeah. And he gets into the gear, and then unfortunately. It's un- sunset. <laughs> unfortunately, yeah. Sun's getting pretty low, big boy. <laughs> like, it, it's, yeah. it's, 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 um, uh, you don't ever, 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 ever approach the Big Daddy Dyreno when it's sunset. Yeah. Because not only are you going to die like you normally would, but you're going to get embarrassed. Yeah, he's going to stand there until you try to attack yeah, him. He just stands in front of the, his big body, casting the silhouette in front of the the tangerine sky yes. as... as um. Uh, the Jaws of Destruction has both his blades out, and he's just screaming at, at at the Megazord, just talking all kinds of trash. And he's not moving an inch, not budging. He charges after after Jaws of Destruction is fed up with it. He charges at the Megazord. Megazord unsheaths the sword in one action, slashes across his chest. He tries to go for another attack, slashes his swords in half. Yep. And once he's disarmed and groggy, just... One final slash across the chest just the, wipes him out. Doesn't yeah, the land. power slash. Like, flawless victory. Turns uh, around, resheaths his sword, and then they just stand in the sunset. They park and him. Yeah. There, there is no defeating this this yeah. beast at sunset. <laughs> yeah, they just, like you said, they just park that sucker as, as uh, Jaws of Destruction blows up in the background. Like, oh boy. White Ranger has to pick up for the the loss that he had at Goldar's hands during the great Bukla escape. (laughs) And he beats Goldar so bad that he just knocks a sword out of his hand and goes, go ahead, pick it up, get out of here. Next time you won't be so lucky. Yeah. It's like, well, I mean, like he's not lucky. You kind of just let him go. Yeah. Well, I guess he meant like, I won't show you mercy next time. Yeah. Which is still kind of weird because Goldar has definitely killed people. Yeah. He's been big in that city before and he's murdered some civilians, so I, I think know. White Ranger gets a lot of like fun out of fighting Goldar. I think so too. It's kinda it's like a There's like no stakes to it. Yeah, it's like a Batman Joker thing, but if Batman got the the jollies from fighting Joker, which he does actually. Yeah. I mean he like this is a shattered mind, uh, Bruce. Like if he didn't have the Joker, like he'd be a mess. He'd that's be, he'd that's be, what the Batman Damned is about. Yeah, like so. It's like it's 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 one of them relationships. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The the very damaging codependency, <laughs> very so, unhealthy. So Goldar walks into Zed's palace. Yeah, and uh, Zed's like, Ah, Goldar. Yeah, approach me. The White Ranger felt so bad for you. You're. Yeah. So weak. Yeah, he's all the ranger slipped through your hands. The white ranger felt so- sorry for you because you're so pathetic. Next time I'll show those misfits no mercy. Yeah, and he's just shaking in his chair. Yeah. At the juice bar, the big boys, Bulk yeah. and Skull, come in bandaged up. Because yeah, Skull looks like like Lon Chaney Jr. as the Invisible Man. Like he he, he looks he's got the goggles and the bandages and all that. He looks like he's auditioning for Doom Patrol. 
<laughs> Mr. Negative? Yeah. Yeah. Or negative. Is it Negative Man or Mr. Negative? Negative Man, I think. Negative Man, yeah. DC doesn't do names like that. Mr. Yeah. Well, Mr. Terrific. Yeah. Got you. But Mr. Negative's a Spider-Man thing. Yeah, that's why I was trying like, that's what I was confused about, if which one was which. Yeah, yeah but uh, Negative Man. Yeah, they come in because they're all busted up because they just flew into a tree over and over again. Trying to jetpack. Yeah. Uh, Aisha comes in and she gives Kimberly a big hug as Kimberly's getting ready for the competition. And she says, Shauna told me how nice you were. She's so thankful that Shauna's like, you know, she's she's uh, warmer towards Aisha now because mm-hmm. of that talk they had. Everything's right as rain. Kimberly is wearing her boyfriend's old hoodie. She is. She's wearing an old Green Ranger flannel. Yeah, because Tommy has no use for it anymore. Yep, can't wear green anymore. <laughs> so you, you notice he snuck in some green jeans in. You may have them in this episode too, but like in the previous episode, yeah. he snuck in some green jeans. Yeah, he did. I wonder if Zordon gets on your case for that. He's like, you wear white now. Yeah, that's it. But you either wear your color or you wear a color none of the other Rangers wear. Yeah, and that's it. You can wear a mixture of those two colors. But nothing else. If you are, if you're the Black Ranger, yeah, you, you can wear purple. You can wear purple because I understand. Yeah, <laughs> understand. You want some color in there, and you know, yeah. Blah, 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 I got it. I got it. You know. I get you. I get you. But it's, it, it's it can only be purple. It's the nineties. Yeah, you, I, I get you. But, so, uh, so, and Shauna is stretching, getting ready for her her run. Uh, Kimberly goes up first. Yeah, she has to do hers, and she scores a 10, a 9.8, and a 9.6. Yeah, which averages to a 9.8. Yep. Um, Shauna comes up and does her routine, and she gets... I wish you talk about the music here for a sec, because, like, Kimberly gets, like, this real kind of... I don't know how to describe it. Uh, as the subtitles describe it, is a mellow pop beat. It is very mellow. It is yes. kind of poppy. There's definitely a beat there. So, yeah, I guess... Okay, thank you, Netflix. And Kimberly's doing more of a dance than gymnastics, but she is still doing, like, some gymnastic it's, feats. Hey, man, it's elegant as all heck. Yep. And um, I I almost felt like this was going to be an Amy Joe original playing over this. Oh, yeah. Well, if this was Disney-era Power Rangers, it would be. Right. But at this point in time, no, that yeah. wasn't happening. So... Shauna goes. She gets a, she doesn't get a 10, but she gets like a 9.9, 9.8, and 9, I think. A 9.7. Yeah. She so gets a 9.9, nine, a 9.8, and 9.7, which equals out to a 9.8. Yeah, so they tie. Shauna I, gets a weird song, though. It's like an electro Yeah, it's kind of like, it's, it's, um. It's like electro I, hip hop. We've meant, uh, like, it's, it's a song you would hear in some movie where it's like, oh, it's crazy, kids in charge, it's a camp nowhere, blank check, three ninjas, just kind of song, you know? Yeah, it kind of seems like something that Jaden Smith would sing now. (laughs) Kid power, power to the kids. Um, Yeah, and they tie. I was really hoping that, like Kimberly was going to show even more grace here by like Shauna taking it actually. Yeah. Like she get a 9.9 in total and, uh, and she wins that and Kimberly shows her grace in defeat. You know, it says like, I'm so, you know, I'm happy that you won Shauna, but no, they tie because it's easier to write that. Cause Rangers is. can't lose. Cause Rangers can't lose. Yeah. Uh, but good episode. That's, that's, that's it. Good <laughs> they, block. I mean, like yeah. we got 
Thank you for saving me from the littlest trooper. Well, like we got three different like focus episodes. Now there was no real focus ranger in the scavenger hunt. Yeah. Like if you could say that scavenger hunt had a focus ranger, it would be both Billy and Kimberly. Just like in season one stuff. Yeah. Like Billy and Kimberly shared a lot of episodes. Yeah. Um, Forever. The Book- Great Bukla Escape. This was a Billy and Kimberly block, I guess. Cause yeah, because Bukla was, was definitely Billy. Forever Friends was a Kimberly Aisha. Yeah, it was. Yeah. So, yeah, you had Kimberly bookending it with a little bit of Billy in the sandwich filling. Yeah, a little bit of Billy Aisha. A little bit of Billy. A little bit of Billy butter for me. Bubble birth. No, have a nice bubble birth. <laughs> Yeah, then get Becky. man. The sound waves love those those bees. Then get Becky Lynch in there, going, "Come on, baby, yeah, <laughs> baby, bubble bath." <laughs> yeah, so it's a good block. Enjoyed it, just fine, just fine. Didn't didn't really mind the the um, the usual shortcoming of season two of Power Ranger, which is Rangers and monsters must never touch. Hey, we. We made a friend of Power Morphicon yeah. who, uh, we made a friend of Power Morphicon six years ago <laughs> from England. Yes. Uh, if you want to check him out, he is Black Phoenix Cosplay on all the social media. Mm-hmm. Check him out. He's a wonderful, he's a wonderful man. Mm-hmm. We love him. Lovely boy. Uh, <laughs> Good brother. Another friend of ours. Yes. John Wybara. Yes. He got some Good stuff signed. Good brother John Wybara. Yes. He got some stuff signed. And Steve came in and he goes, it's funny that you got these signed because these people never held these wep- these weapons. Because he got the metallic legacy figure signed by yeah. all the Rangers. Yeah. He's like, well, Rocky, Adam, and Aisha never had the weapons, so yeah. what are you doing? And we just, Steve, sorry, you're wrong, bro. I mean, <laughs> technically, it, technically they, they at least touched them. Yep. They may have not really used them, but they touched them. I thought Jason took that sword with him. I but. mean, I feel like he did. I still feel like he did, and like <laughs> that was like foam replica or something. <laughs> I, I I refuse to believe that Jason doesn't have that sword just chilling at his house, you know, and and uh, wherever they went, the Switzerland, Switzerland. Thank you. But they held it. Sorry, Steve, you wrong. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is just a roundabout way of saying you suck, Steve, <laughs> or suck it. You don't. Suck. You don't suck, man. You don't suck. You no, staying we, with us at Morphicon uh, in 2020. Yeah. yeah, we love you, Steve. And we we hope well, I hope he doesn't stay with us so we can just run into him again as we have our we seem to have this cosmic dance where he he it's the must same line. he must be in front of us at the same line at every Morphicon, yes. which is to meet the current cast yes. and gets and get signatures. Yes. Every single Morphicon, Steve has been right in front of us just by happenstance. Yep. Since his and my first Morphicon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Six years ago. Time. Wow. Time flies. That's uh, crazy. Yeah. So there's that. You're wrong. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's just go over it again. So, Good episode. Steve's wrong. <laughs> um, little. That's it. Littlest trooper that's sucked. It. And uh, thank you for listening. <laughs> I think I'll say that on every episode today, <laughs> that Littlest Troopers sucked. But, uh, yeah, thank you so much for listening. 
Yeah, thank you so much for listening. We bring you new episodes on nine different podcatchers every Monday and Thursday. Monday's Power Rangers, Thursday Super Sentai. And if you're feeling a little froggy and you want to you want to support the show, you can head over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash powerplaythrough. Get yourself a Friday episode. Yeah. Get yourself some of that VR. Go into the darkest depths yeah. of, of some of the stuff they show us. Yeah. Uh, VR Troopers is coming up on its end in about a month, month and a half here. Mm-hmm. So I haven't run this by you yet, but I'd like to run it by you on the air. And if you don't like it, we'll cut it. Okay. Uh, what I want to do yeah. is I want to put up a poll on Twitter, Facebook, and Patreon. Yeah. If you're a patron and you vote on this, your vote counts like quadruple. <laughs> yeah. But anyone else can, else's counts. Uh, you're going to pick our next show. Mm. We are only going to give two choices. It's going to be Mask Rider or Big Bad Beetleborgs. I don't know. That seems like a... That's, that's, uh, that's, that sounds like a landslide waiting to happen, man. Yeah, we are putting the power in the patron's hands. Yeah. That's fair. I, I like that a lot. If you're If you're not a patron, we'll still give you a vote on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Yeah. But you want to get that that super vote? Head over there. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, after all, it is going to be for the patrons. Yeah. You know. So um, I like that a lot. I just really, I mean, I think it's going to be a beating. So, I mean, I like, I, or who knows? Maybe I'll be surprised. Please don't forget about our giveaway. Uh, head over to iTunes and leave us a five star rating and review. And we are going to be doing our giveaway for all kinds of fabulous Power Rangers prizes on Twitch.tv. We're going to be doing that on February 3rd. So get your get your reviews in. Uh, we'll also be doing some special giveaways on Twitch. So make sure that you tune in for our live stream February 3rd. The time is to be determined. But leave that review. Get your name in the hat. We want to thank Rainer for the use of our theme song, Power Playthrough. If you want to get yourself a digital download of that, you can head over to rainer.bandcamp.com where uh, you can go get yourself a t-shirt that says Feed Them Chickens. Yes. Okay. That may be out of print by the time you're listening to this. That's an older one, but it's uh, if, you can, if you can swipe it, please do. Yes. <laughs> rep- rep- uh, represent that Las Vegas pop punk. Remember... Legally, cut those sleeves off. Jeez. Um, <laughs> Follow us on our social media at Power Playthrough on Instagram, at P Playthrough on Facebook, and Twitter. Twitter. On Twitter. Yeah. Yes. Uh, while you're there, you want to join our Discord channel? Get in with us? Yeah. It's there on Twitter. Yeah. You can DM us on any of those? Yeah. You don't want to look for anything about it. You could just DM us and we'll answer. Yep, that's true. Yeah. Facebook, it'll take a while. But Twitter, Instagram, we'll get back to you in like minutes. Mm-hmm. That's all we got for you today. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. We thanked you for listening. No, we haven't. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, you guys are the greatest. Uh, catch us everywhere. Thank you to our sponsors. And uh, may the power protect you.
slash. Yeah, I got you. 